This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, we're fueling the faith and work moving five days a week here right here on I Work For Him. And today we're going to introduce you to two phenomenal ministries. And I'm so excited. But before we get to our interviews for today, a couple of quick things. Make sure you check us out online at IWorkForHim.com. That's I Work the number four him.com. And Martha, we've got a giveaway this week. we got to make sure you highlight. We do. This is huge. We will be um, selecting the winner on Friday. So call into our listener line if you would like to win a pair of tickets to the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. This is for two adult tickets for both of those um, places, Jim. So people can call in our listener line at 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. And I've also created an event on Facebook where they can go and um, say that they're going to the event and then write a comment that will also enter you into this contest. We love the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum, and this is a great opportunity for people to plan a trip there between now and April. 866-713-9675. Call and make sure you wish Martha a happy birthday because it's Martha's birthday week. So mm-hmm. 866-713-WORK. All right, every day on I Work From, we're looking to present you resources that will help you put your faith into action in your work- workplace, no matter what that workplace may be. Today, I want to draw attention to the resource of Work Matters mm-hmm. out of Arkansas. Found online, workmatters.org, workmatters.org. We've got David Roth. He's the CEO of Work Matters. And later on, we're going to bring in Mariali. Paz de Leon, as they talk about their upcoming event on September the 14th. You can find out more online at workmattersco.com, workmattersco.com. David Roth, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, welcome, Jim and Martha. It's always a blessing to be with you guys. And Martha, happy birthday week. <laughs> this is getting fun. I know this happy birthday week thing, you know, it's just got out of control. But, you know, everybody does it. So that's what we're doing for my wife because she's oh, cause incredible. because we do what everybody does. Because we do what everybody no. <laughs> no. Right. David, I want to really get people more familiar. We've done a show already talking about Work Matters, but I want to do more. I want people to engage all the time with Work Matters. So talk to me. David, how did you become passionate about helping people live out their faith in their workplace? Yeah. Um, um, first of all, thanks for having us on. We're, we're uh, just excited to spend some time with you you guys and with your listeners. Uh, if I can, let me just quickly tell you my, my faith story because it leads right into uh, the, answering the question that you asked. Uh, my story is, is probably not unlike a lot of Christians uh, in my generation. I, I kind of grew up in church. I grew up in a great Christian home. 
I said yes at some student church event to the Lord somewhere along the way, but, you know, it really didn't stick. Um, and so I really didn't have a relationship with Jesus until I was about 33 years old. I actually had a really close friend that helped me understand that it's, hey, David, this is about relationship. It's not about going to church. Mm. And so my life changed uh, when I was 33 years old. But I truly continue to lead uh, what I call a Sunday Christian lifestyle. Uh, my, my focus, especially my, from a work standpoint, my focus was on my career. It was on success. Uh, as I look back over, over those years, my identity was clearly in my work. It was, it was not in Jesus. But in 1999, uh, my family moved from Washington, D.C. back to Arkansas, where, where I grew up. And I went to work at uh, J.B. Hunt Transport. And it was there that I, for the first time in my career, I saw Christian leaders living out their faith at work. And I became a student of watching these men and women who were trying to walk it out every day. And it, and it was just um, um, created a passion in me just to, to watch it. Well, in 2002, just three years later, our church uh, had a leadership conference, and I went to it because I, I love to grow. And at the end of that conference, they launched this new church ministry, a new marketplace ministry called Work Matters. And it was as if the last 20 years of my life was for that moment. And so I volunteered that day for the initial board of directors of this church ministry. And then a year later, um, after uh, the, the ministry had grown tremendously and my passion for this idea of living your faith at work had grown tremendously because I needed it so badly myself. But I also just knew there were hundreds, if not thousands of people around me that compartmentalized their faith and their work. And so uh, in 2003, our church decided to spin this workplace ministry out of the church into a standalone nonprofit, um, non-denominational organization. And so I, I kind of became the second founder of Work Matters, if you will. So when we became a nonprofit, I was serving as a VP of sales and marketing at J.B. Hunt Transport, and I left that job to go to work for a nonprofit that didn't even have a checking account, much less any money to put in it. <laughs> so that was 15 years ago. We're celebrating our 15 year anniversary and it's just been an extraordinary blessing to get to serve the Lord in, in uh, the workplace. That is so great. So tell us now, how, what is the main thrust behind Work Matters? That's a great question. Um, you know, we believe that, that we all have this innate desire to have purpose in our lives. And I think that's especially true in our work. And so our, our kind of why we exist is to help leaders discover and pursue God's purpose for their work. And then about a year ago, um, God gave us this, this huge kind of BHAG vision that we've been working super hard on to equip 1 million leaders of faith in 10,000 companies by 2025. One million leaders of faith in 10,000 companies by 2025. Hmm. That is a big one. Well, I mean, that's a that you talk about a BHAG. Yeah, that would be a BHAG. And for those of you that don't know what a BHAG is, it's a big, hairy, audacious goal. And, and I don't remember who that's came right. up with that, but, but, you know, that's a big goal. And a million leaders. Let's define leaders, though, because everybody listening, they're like, okay, but I'm not a leader. 
Who's a leader to you, David Roth? Yeah, great, great question. Uh, it's 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 any in our book. It's anyone in the workplace. We all have influence. The question is, what do we do with that influence? And so, at Work Matters, we use that word probably too literal, too liberally, but it, uh, we serve men and women. Um, at the, if you want to call it the bottom of the org chart, all the way top, to, all the way to the top, to CEOs of companies, because all of us have the same struggle. We all have this desire to understand the purpose of work in our lives, and then we need to be told how do we do it? How do we actually live our faith at work? And that's the business that Work Matters is in is is creating content to help um, to help people live their faith at work every day. We we call it practitioners serving practitioners. Everybody that works at Work Matters, we have a team of up to eight people, um, and we've all come from the marketplace. And so um, what I think makes us somewhat unique in the workplace ministry world is um, that we, we're very practical in the way we create our content. We want to take real-world, everyday topics that people struggle with in their workplace and, and apply, what, how does my faith help me through these types of issues? Well, and, and we really want to get to this conference you got coming up here in, in on September 14th. I really, because you're going to expect thousands of people to hear some incredible things, but you just came off another big event where you were hosting a leader cast event. Tell us about that event and, and, and what you saw God do. Yeah, I'll cover that quickly. I, um, we, we've been blessed to host the LeaderCast event. Many of your listeners have probably participated. It's live in Atlanta, uh, some of the uh, nation's greatest leaders, and then it's broadcast to seven or 800 sites around the world. We've done it for 15 years, and uh, we've been blessed the last four or five, or actually longer than that, to be the largest simulcast site uh, in the world. And so just a couple of weeks ago, we had a thousand leaders um, uh, attend this event. And uh, we love this event because the content is secular leadership content. But then we hold the event in a beautiful church and then we weave throughout the day faith and work content. And so it's just a super powerful way for people to get some great leadership content, but at the same time be exposed to this idea of living your faith at work. I love that. All right. When we come back, we're going to focus on your event. The Work Matters coming coming up. Work Matters event. The conference coming up on September the 14th, 2018. You can start looking at it online. WorkMattersCo.com. WorkMattersCo.com. But Martha, you had a question for David before we start talking about that event. Well, I just want to make sure that if we are piquing the interest of our listeners, that they get connected with Work Matters. Because as David was referring to the fact that they have um, you know, information that they can you know, push out to people and share with leaders. David, how would our listeners get connected to Work Matters? Yeah, this, um, the easiest way to get started is to go to workmatters.org and click on the subscribe button. We have a, uh, a weekly email that comes out on Monday and Thursday. Monday is a really short two-minute executive interview with a practitioner. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thursday is our Faith and Work blog. It's a great way for uh, people to plug into what Work Matters is doing. Fabulous. All right. right. Now you have this fantastic Work Matters conference coming up on September the 14th. And you brought on Mariali Paz de Leon, an eight syllable name that I had to learn how to say. (laughs) Mariali Paz de Leon talking about this event. David, why don't you introduce Mariali? 
Marielle is, uh, as your listeners will hear, is a bundle of energy and joy. And uh, Marielle is actually serves formally as our director of marketing and events. And uh, the event of Work Matters Conference that we're about to talk about is is her baby. So I'll let her talk through that. Marielle, welcome to I Work for Him. Thank you, Jim and Martha. So, so let's talk about you got this. You got this conference, the Work Matters Conference, the annual conference coming up on September the fourteenth, two thousand and eighteen, and you are going to be hosting it where? We'll be hosting it here in Northwest Arkansas, specifically in Rogers, Arkansas. Which, uh, if you're not familiar with Northwest Arkansas, we're located in a very strategic area where a lot of global business commerce happens. So, like what? Tell strategic. people. Tell people. Tell people who's who's there. JB Hunt. Yeah, we already know so we that have, because David David talked about JB Hunt. We have three of the most influential companies uh, headquartered here: Walmart, of course, uh, Tyson Foods, and JB Hunt Transport. So, a lot of of strategic. Uh, commerce happens in this area. So you got somebody growing chicken, somebody shipping chicken, and somebody selling chicken all in one city. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. That's right. I, I know Tyson does more than that, but you know, okay. And I've heard, we heard one of the executives for Tyson speak at a conference, uh, right now, media conference once. Okay. So let's talk about this event. Just let me ask you this question, David. Why? Why are you doing this Work Matters conference? Well, I think um, there's really three uh, three primary reasons. Um, one is people need to understand and pursue God's purpose for their work. And um, so that's the primary thing that we focus on. The second is uh, they need to understand how to live it out every day. And so this conference is very focused on, on uh, practical content from leaders around the country. Uh, and the third is, is community. And the opportunity to be in the same room with hundreds of other uh, workplace believers, uh, because frankly, we can get content a lot of different places. But man, being in the same room and being able to to create relationships with other believers is very powerful. So, Marielle, who do you think should be at this event? You know, as David mentioned earlier, we really focus on practitioners serving practitioners. So Mm -hmm. I remember early in my career, I was a believer in the marketplace, but I was surrounded by two groups of people. And those were great godly people, but they were stay-at-home moms who weren't career-minded and then very talented professionals, but they weren't believers. Hmm. And so what is amazing about the Work Matters Conference is that we combine both um, so that believers in the marketplace can connect with other like-minded Christians who understand the struggles of the marketplace from a faith perspective. So practitioners is definitely uh, our main focus, but we've also had churches and church staff uh, who attend our conferences and Not only are they inspired by our speakers, but they're also challenged in similar ways that people in corporate America are. So they find they get a lot of helpful content themselves. And thirdly, you know, faith and work ministries, you know, we love partnering with uh, other ministries who like us have a mission to help believers in the marketplace. So if you have any passion uh, for believers in the marketplace, or if you are a believer in the marketplace yourself, uh, we'd love to have uh, people from around the country come and like David said, community and the networking that people get to do in person here in, in such a critical area of the country is, is critical. 
So let me just make sure that everybody heard what you're saying. So you're saying when you say the word practitioners, you're saying people, no matter what their workplace is, whether it's a stay at home mom or dad, all the way up to an executive of a business, any, and this is for anyone within th- that's really trying to figure out how to live out their faith in their work. Correct. Well, so, and then would, with along with that, would you recommend that people come by themselves or would you recommend that they bring others with them? You know, one of, one of the things that we've learned about our events is that, to David's point, you can get content in many places these days. But one of the things that makes uh, events and especially our Work Matters Conference so great is that we get a lot of teams uh, from different companies come together. You know, we learn in circles and we learn with other people and we're able to process and absorb the content better when we're connected with other like-minded believers. So you can certainly come by yourself and I've done that in some conferences and it takes a lot of, a lot of uh, bravery, but it's always great when you come with a group of people that you can process the content with as well. All right, we're talking with David Roth and Mariali Paz de Leon from Work Matters. You can find them out online, workmatters.org. But they've got this incredible, not but, but they have this incredible conference coming up on September 14th, a one-day conference. You can find out details and go directly to this conference details, workmattersco.com, workmattersco.com. I want this is you know, a lot of conferences out there are for are for people that are CEOs and executives of businesses. This isn't that conference. This is for the everyday workday believer, no matter what the workplace works like, whether they're earning a paycheck or whether they're not earning a paycheck. So a stay at home mom or dad, all the way up to that person that is in a leadership, a large leadership mm-hmm. position, CEO, a C-suite leader, anybody in between. David, last year you had. I mean, how many people were in the room for that one-day event last year? I think it was about uh, 800 last year. Okay, we're so this year... Yeah, we're expecting uh, the facility, the church that we're um, partnering with for this year's event holds about 1,200, and we expect to sell that out. Oh, so, yeah. So, a 1,000 believers trying to figure out how to live out their faith in the work, getting practical applications from some speakers. Mariali, who are some of those speakers this year? You know, we're very intentional about getting speakers who are not just great public speakers, but that are also practitioners and have been in the marketplace or are currently in the marketplace dealing with the same challenges that our attendees are are experiencing. So this year... We have some amazing speakers. Uh, Phil Vischer, who's the creator mm-hmm. of Veggie Tales, if you've not heard his testimony, he has an amazing testimony of pursuing God's dreams and ambitions uh, for his life and for his career uh, versus his own. Um, we also I, have the I Benham now have Brothers. their song singing in my head, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> veggie Tales, Veggie. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead, Marielle. Sorry. Uh, we also have the Benham Brothers, um, mm-hmm. who really know what it's like to stand for their faith in the marketplace. I got to meet with them a couple months ago, and they're just extremely strong believers and, and hard workers. Neat, neat um, so brothers. So we will get to hear from them. Um, we also have Celia Swanson, who's a former EVP for Walmart. Um, she'll be talking about how to manage disruptive change in your career. And we know that's happening a lot these days. Mm. And Donnie Smith, who's a former CEO for Tyson Foods. Uh, he's a tremendous speaker. And year after year, he is one of our best rated speakers. So you don't want to miss hearing from him. So I have a question. You have an amazing lineup. How in the world are we going to hear from all these wonderful people in one day? 
You know, we have been very intentional about designing the day in a way that you don't get bombarded with content that you then don't know what to do with. So we have a very interactive day planned out for people. So we'll get to hear from some speakers from the stage, but we'll also have times and opportunities for people to process with their teams, their coworkers, um, people around the table. Um, and then we'll also have breakout sessions where people get to, to listen to one-on-one interviews, uh, panel as well. So we have a very dynamic event planned out um, so that you, you don't just feel like you're drinking from a fire hose. All right. And, and we've got so September 14th, Rogers, Arkansas, which is northwest Arkansas, very close to Missouri, very close to what other state? Is it Southern Illinois close to that or Kentucky? I think what's all right in that corner. <laughs> oh, geography. I have no idea. Geography was Missouri. I know it was close, but yeah, Missouri, and Oklahoma, Missouri and Oklahoma. Missouri and Oklahoma. Okay. All right. The, the absolute the, right now you're offering super duper early bird deadline. When's the early bird, the super duper early bird deadline? Yeah, so we have a super early bird uh, program going on right now. The individual uh, rates is $90, and it goes through June 18th. So if you want to get the best rate we're going to provide, you want to make sure you register before June 18th. Fabulous. All right, and and so 90 bucks by June 18th, and then it goes up. But September 14th is the day for the Work Matters Conference. Martha, really quick question. Well, that was just it. I just want to encourage our listeners to get online and get it done. Yeah, get it done. It's a short little drive. It's only 1,200 miles from Tampa. I looked at it. It's just a nice little drive. But you can fly. What airport would they fly into? You would fly into XNA, which is a Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport. All right. Very good. Wow. We're out of time. Fantastic. Mariali Paz de Leon, David Roth with Work Matters, workmattersco.com, workmattersco.com. Thank you, guys. Hey, Jim and Martha, we love I Work For Him. We love your passion, and thanks for all that you're doing. Really want to encourage people to get involved with the Work Matters Conference, workmattersco.com. And now we move on to another amazing organization, the Pocket Testament League. And we've got Molly Yoder from Pocket Testament League on with us. Molly, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here, Jim and Martha. I'm really excited to spend some time with you guys today. Now, just so you know, we've got a heart and a passion for the Pocket Testament League because of Martha's dad. Yeah, that's right. Really? So, yes, my dad has been, I don't remember what you call them. There's a title, you know, but he is a distributor. He's a speaks for you guys on behalf of them. And he's been doing it for like 30 years. And so my dad's the guy that he's like, let me check my trunk to see what language I have. You know, he'll Ah, meet with somebody and he'll need Haitian or he'll need whatever it is. And I have firsthand for years watched my dad give testaments to people. He's also a veteran. So he uses that connection in a very, very Ah. special way to um, get right to people's hearts and share with them the gospel of John. So we love Pocket Testament League, and we are so excited to have you um, on the air with us today to highlight more about what they do. All right, but before we get to our conversation with Molly Yoder, Martha, we've got a giveaway we want people to be calling in about. We do. So we are giving away this week two a pack of tickets for two adults to go to the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum Gym in Kentucky. And so we are excited to have people either call into our listener line at 866-713-9675, 866-713-W. 
W-O-R-K, or go to our Facebook page, which is I Work For Him, and look for our event that is going on now through Friday at noon. And they can join the event, say that they're going to it, and then leave a comment that will also enter them in. So you have a couple different ways. If you're on the phone, you're on social media, um, just connect with us in one of those ways. Leave a message. Tell us why you want to win these tickets, and we will enter you in and announce that Friday on the air. There's a pretty good chance that if you leave us a message and you win, we might play your voice on the air. Oh, there you go. But, so, so say something nice on your voicemail. That's right. And make sure you wish Martha a happy birthday because oh. this is Martha's birthday week. All right. Now we're back to Molly Yoder with the Pocket Testament League. I want you to check out and, and really join up with the Pocket Testament League. Yes. PTL.org. 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 All right, Molly Yoder, how did you come to be passionate about getting Jesus's words into the hands of everyday people? Yeah, well, I've uh, I've always loved God's Word, and I've seen firsthand how it's transformed my own life. But to be honest, Jim, God just really lit a fire in me for getting His Word into the hands of people that I meet. When I started hearing story after story after story of lives that have been changed and people that have stepped into relationship with Christ just by reading God's Word for themselves, mm-hmm. and that's the members of the podcast link that are writing into us every single day and, and sharing stories like that. Yeah, but... You know, it's it's one of those things where why don't we just describe what is the Pocket Testament League? Good idea. Sure. Yeah. So we are a Word of God ministry. We absolutely love the Word of God and the power that holds in drawing people to Christ. And so to that end, we get God's Word out in three main ways. We um, have people, members, who hand out Gospels of John one person to another, just like Martha's dad is doing. Um, We also have partners, um, people who have committed to using their business as a ministry platform for handing out God's Word. And we work in places places all over the world that where people are crying out for God's word, like China, Russia, Indonesia, places like that. And for those people that love chocolate, there is a deep connection to chocolate with the Pocket <laughs> Testament League. There is. There is. So about 125 years ago, Helen Cadbury, whose dad was actually the founder of Cadbury Chocolates, um, was 12 years old. She was a 12-year-old girl in England, and she came to Christ. And as most 12-year-old girls do, she went to school and she told her best friend, Anna, the next day that she'd become a Christian. And Anna said, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian, too. I go to church. But in wisdom that was just well beyond Helen's years, she said, yeah, I, I really don't think that's what makes you a Christian, Anna. And she took her to Scripture, and she showed her in God's Word and led her into a relationship with Jesus. And so these two schoolgirls together committed to reading a portion of God's Word every single day, to carrying it with them, and to sharing it with whoever God would put in their path. And the Pocket Testament League was born. Well, and hell, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Tim. No, no, go ahead. Were you going to tell about the pocket? Where the pocket come from? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they committed to starting this pocket testament league, and they sewed. They actually sewed pockets in their dresses so that they could more easily carry God's word with them. And Helen's actually quoted as saying, "You know, if we can just get them to read God's word for themselves, surely." they will come to Christ. And so Mm. here we are 125 years later. That's still what we do. We just invite people to read God's word. And it is so true. As 
when when I first, I mean, literally in the last decade, as I have challenged more and more people, just read the book of John because you can't read the book of John and think Jesus was a good, just a good guy. You can't read mm-hmm. the book of God and, and come to that conclusion. When you read the book of John, sorry, read the book of John, which is about Jesus, you either come away with one conclusion. Or two conclusions. Either he is who he says he is, and he claims to be God, or he's a complete raving lunatic. Yet then, Mm -hmm. if he's a complete raving lunatic, how did he do all that incredible stuff in the book of John that was documented by one of the guys that hung out with Jesus every day? So that's why the book of John is so important, because Jesus claims to be God in there several times. And so you can't go, well, he's just a good teacher. Well, because good teachers wouldn't claim to be God, because that would be a lie. So right. that's why it's so powerful. That's so, so what's your role, Molly Yoder, within the Pocket Testament League? Yeah, I am the membership director for the Pocket Testament League. So I get to uh, spend all of my time just talking with our members, uh, equipping them, dreaming up um, new cover designs and things that might um, help them as they are developing a habit of sharing their faith every single day. So you mentioned members. How do people, who is a member and how do people become a member? If we pique their interest here, what would their next steps be to become a member? Absolutely. It's very simple um, and it's totally free. You just visit uh, ptl.org, just like Jim said, ptl.org and click join the league in the top right corner. And then you can access all of our online evangelism training courses. But more importantly, you can order Gospels of John for yourself. So you can be ready just like your dad is, Martha. And uh, you can choose from a number of different cover designs. We've got everything from like camo and Harley Davidson covers to flowers and like the adult coloring book craze. Um, We've got coloring book covers and, and just everything in between. We try to have designs that'll meet any personality and preferences. And, um, yeah, and the best part of all is, you know, because we never want finances to be a barrier for people sharing their faith, we have a sponsorship program for other league members have stepped up that can afford and say, hey, we're going to cover the cost of your gospels for anybody that wants to share but is unable to donate to cover their gospel order. Mm, so it's a really is, cool body of Christ thing happening. It really is. And there's there's really no hurdle that should stand in the way from people sharing the gospel. So I want to throw out there one idea that um, Jim and I just had. We have a friend who's recently become um, a, new, a driver for, I don't know if I can say the no, names, but... No. But, you know, an organized driver to help people and, get around. Well, we could say I'm Uber or I Lyft guess because we're not saying who she sure, is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we were, she was like, I need a Bible so I can give it to people when they come in and they have a need because I'm talking to them and everything. And so we actually are encouraging her to become a member so that she would have these Gospels of John available in that time of need when she is talking to these people riding around in her car with her. So we were excited about just thinking about that, going, you know, we can we can hook you up. We can make this happen so that you can have them. So I and I'm sure there are lots of people doing that, but people don't always think about how could I do this? What would it look like? So what are some other examples of how people are using um, the yeah. testaments? Absolutely. And that talk about a captive audience there. I love it. Um, for me, what, what it's if you're about driving, is just if you're stopping go traffic, it's not so, you know, they could they could jump out. But, you know, on the freeways, they can't jump out. So make sure yeah, you're, you're sharing really the gospel upset. when you're at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. And depending on how your driving skills are, you know, you could really make a big impact in somebody's life. Um, for me, what it is, is it's just about being ready 
It's about being prayed up and just looking for that one person that God may have you share his love with that day. Um, so let me share a quick story with you about how this looks for one of our members. We actually uh, got a story from a niece uh, who's a member in Florida, and she ordered her 30 gospels, stocked up her purse and her car, and she just started praying, hey, hey, God, who would you have me share this with? And she was looking everywhere she went. So she's in line at the grocery store when she sees her. This woman, whose world just seems to be crashing down around her, and she um, walks up to her, she smiles, and she just says, hey, do you need to talk? And as they start talking, um, she figures out that this woman, Elizabeth, is actually from across town. And so she suggests a couple of great churches near her house and gives her the Gospel of John with her contact info, just jotted down in the back. A week later, Anise gets a call from Elizabeth. She wants to meet up. And when they do, Elizabeth is, like, glowing. She looks completely different than the woman that Anise had met in that grocery store. She gives her a huge hug and says, thank you so much. I need to tell you that that day when you met me in the store, I was actually contemplating taking my own life. But instead, I love when God puts a but instead in our stories. But instead, she read the gospel that Anise had given her, and she stepped into a relationship with Christ. Wow. And, I know. And now Anise is discipling and doing Bible study with Elizabeth regularly, and Elizabeth is sharing gospels with others. And it's just this incredible story. And it all started because she, she had a tool. She was ready with pocket-sized gospels, and she was prayed up, and she was looking, and she was intentional. But it yes. was in the grocery store where she was already going to be that day. Well, we wow. all need groceries. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And we she was looking for the need, like and, and then she was courageous enough to step into that need and mm-hmm. make a difference. Wow. That is, mm-hmm. that is pe- impactful. And we, and we want to hear lots more of those stories, but in the minute we have left in this segment, tell people how they can become members of the pocket Testament league and be better equipped to be handing out the word of God each and every day. Absolutely. What you need to do is just visit ptl.org pocket testament like ptl.org and click on the join the league link right there at the top right and that's going to unlock access to all of our evangelism training resources it'll let you start ordering those gospels of john so you can be ready just like a niece was mm. wow that's fabulous that sounds too easy <laughs> to be true <laughs> make it more complicated <laughs> well, and I just well want, you know, it's simple but it's not always easy you know no. the hard well, step is taking that first step good point. well uh, martha let's just draw the lines for our, our work frame audience we, each one of us is going to work every day That's we're right. surrounded by people who desperately need to meet jesus and a lot of times we think well what do i need to say what do i need to say you know here's here's what i say when i see the people are are interested in the conversation listen I know you're not sure about Jesus. Just read this. This is the book of John. It's a really small portion of the Bible. Read this. And when you finish it, let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. because let God do the work. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Let them read the Holy Scriptures. And then because there is power in the scriptures. They are alive and breathing and active. Molly Yoder's here with the Pocket Testament League, and we want you to become a member of the Pocket Testament League because of stories like this. Molly Yoder, tell, do you got a story that you can tell us that's, that's connected to work? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. All right, tell us one of those. Yeah, yeah. So um, we had a member who um, she actually runs a sewing shop up north, an embroidery in a sewing shop. And um, a lady walked in with a stuffed teddy bear one day and just asked if she could embroider a name on it. And so um, Mala, our member, examined the stuffed animal and she told her, you know what, I'm going to have to take this bear apart. And the woman broke down 
in tears right there in the shop. And so she starts sharing how, I try to get through it without crying, but she shares that they'd had a baby boy that had been stillborn the week before. And um, they wanted to put his ashes in a little pouch and place it inside the spare. And so she's telling Mala this, and Mala's eyes are filling up with tears. And so she just says, hey, can we pray together? And so she prays for the woman and prays for God's comfort. And when they finished, she reaches over, and she's got pocket gospels on the front desk in her shop. And the pocket gospel cover that she had said, when life hurts, Jesus cares. And so she was able to hand her the word of God in a situation where really there just aren't even any words. And so, um, you know, I just think it's awesome that in those moments like that at work where it's hard to find the right words maybe um, to say um, in your place of business, um, we can just rest on God's word to provide the the comfort or the answers or the direction um, that's needed in that moment for that person. That is neat. I love that. And and stories like that are multiplied a hundred thousand times over around the world as people hand out pocket testaments and and just give people uh, the opportunity to actually read the gospel of John for themselves because people don't really know Jesus until they've heard his words and it's power and there's power in the word of God. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, as you, I mean, just, is there like a place where people can go and read more stories about, um, does your website have some other Absolutely. testimonials out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You'll find them right on our homepage at ptl.org. You can check out our member stories. You can um, browse the covers and you can sign up so you can get involved on the fun. All right, we're talking with Molly Yoder from the Pocket Testament League, ptl.org, ptl.org. Every I work for him listener should be a member of the Pocket Testament League because each one of us needs to be equipped with scriptures to be able to give away because the power of the Holy Spirit is almost activated. Well, it is activated when people read the scriptures. They can't help but respond to the truth about Jesus. And Molly Yoder, the Pocket Testament League, has taken this whole Bible distribution Pocket Testament League distribution to a whole new level with a corporate program. What's this all about? Oh, yes. So we um, we just recognize um, there's so much truth in what the Reverend Billy Graham shared that the next great revival is going to come about in the marketplace. And we're definitely seeing that. So about a third of the Gospels that we're distributing currently are coming through a custom gospel program for businesses and organizations. And what we do is we offer business owners the opportunity to produce a custom gospel of John with information about their business, maybe their core values. We've even got one partner that does his personal testimony right on the inside cover of that gospel of John. And then they get to integrate it into their daily operations. So, for example, many of our partners have gospels like Mala did at their front desk or their reception areas. They're putting them into the shipments of product that's going out or into invoices even, and they're using them at trade shows or in their marketing efforts um, to draw people in. And and what this does, Jim, is it it allows the business to be very clear about their faith and um, to really take a stand for um, Scripture and for the gospel in the marketplace, which is just so cool. 
I think it just really opens up people's opportunity to think differently and to think more creatively. So um, I love what you just emphasized that they're putting in with shipments because we heard right. about a company that was doing that and, you know, putting a letter, thank you for the purchases and here's something that we want to give to you and really turning that around. What a shock in our culture today to be given something. So Jim, you mentioned earlier how simple I think that's why we like Pocket Testament League. It's really simple. The gospel is simple, and you guys have created a simple way to get the gospel into people's hands. To release the yeah. gospel. And I've got to share, we had a, you know, one of our partners that's putting these in the shipment, it actually opened the door for him to have a conversation with the customer and lead that customer to Christ. The partner had been including the gospels in every single product shipment, so the customer knew where he stood and when he hit a life crisis, he turned to this vendor for some direction. And that ultimately led to a conversation and, and he accepted the Lord. So you, it, you know, it definitely creates opportunity. I know that this corporate program where they could be customized, that's been around for a while, but it used to be monstrous numbers. Like mm-hmm. people had to buy, they had to buy thousands and thousands. What does the program look like today? Yeah, we can start um, shipments as low as 250 Gospels, and we make it as easy as possible to get started. You just visit, um, you can visit our homepage, or you can go straight to ptl.org forward slash partner, and we've got a team that's ready to help you from start to finish. So if you've got a design in mind, or maybe just even an idea of what you might want, we mock it up, we get your approval, you have your new Gospels ready to use in your business in just a matter of weeks. And once your Gospels arrive, we walk with you and we start sharing ideas and tips on ways you might infuse that Gospel into all aspects of your business or organization. We can share ideas from other partners and what they've done and how they found success. So we are just so amped up about what God is doing through this program and through businesses that are really stepping up and being bold about their faith. So what does it cost to get 250 customized Gospels with my business name on them? Um, absolutely. So we ask for a suggested donation of, of $450, but we never, as I said before, want finances to be a, a barrier or an issue for someone sharing their faith. So we just encourage you to contact us. If this is a step that you feel like God is calling you into, let's talk uh, because right. we want to make it work for you. Molly Yoder, in a couple of minutes we have left. How about a personal story of you and the Pocket Testament League and how you've handed out a Pocket Testament? You got a story oh. like that for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is a cool one. Um, I'm going to brag on my daughter a bit. So I have a four-year-old and uh, we were, I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So things are a little hectic at the Yoder household. (laughs) And we were, uh, we were at a restaurant. And so I'm kind of, you know, gathering us up. We're getting ready to pay and um, the baby's squawking and I've got the diaper bag and getting ready to leave the restaurant. And my daughter, who at the time was three, goes, Hey mom, Let's share gospel with her, with the waiter. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I had one in the diaper bag. I pull it out. I, um, we, you know, obviously left a, a nice tip for the service we'd received and the mess we'd probably left in the restaurant. And um, <laughs> I wrote a nice note uh, to the waitress, and we left, um, we left that for her as we left the restaurant. And we're walking out the door, and I'm going, and, and I hear Olive go, Mom, you know, I think sharing gospel is one way that we help Jesus. 
And it was just this light bulb moment of, you know what? She's watching and she's right. This is this is a way that we get to, to really love people well and share Jesus with them. And so out of the mouths of babes, I would love to say that I was like on point Miss membership director in the moment, but I got called out by the three-year-old, and it was it was a cool God thing. But you had led that example, so she knew that that was something that was a part of you guys' life. So kudos mm-hmm. to you. That's right. Molly <laughs> Yoder with the Pocket Testament League, found online ptl.org, ptl.org. Molly Yoder, thanks for being an I work for him today. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you, guys. Check it out. Pocket Testament League, ptl.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.